Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your hosts, Mike Fagan and Tim Ben. We're opinion, fact, informative, and your alert system. Now let's get ready to rumble. Good Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on For the Love of Money, this Friday episode here on Right Spokane Perspective. I hope everybody out there is safe and sane and you're prepping for a wonderful weekend. You'll be in my thoughts and prayers. If you hear those words, you might wonder if the person really means it. But you never had to wonder when Edna Davis said them. Everyone in the small one-stoplight town knew of Miss Edna's yellow legal pad. Page after page, lined with name after name. Early each morning, the aging woman prayed out loud to God. Not everyone on her list received the answer to prayer that they wanted. But several testified at her funeral that something God-sized had happened in their life, and they credited it to the earnest prayers of Miss Edna. God demonstrated the power of prayer in Peter's prison experience. After the apostle was seized by Herod's men, thrown into prison, and then guarded by four squads of four soldiers each, his prospects looked bleak, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. They had Peter in their thoughts and prayers. What God did is simply miraculous. An angel appeared to Peter in prison, releasing him from his chains and led him to safety beyond the prison gates. It's possible some may use thoughts and prayers without really meaning it. But our Father knows our thoughts, listens to our prayers, and acts on our behalf according to his perfect will. To be prayed for and to pray for others is no small thing when we serve the great and powerful God. You know the drill, folks. Father God, you're a loving God. Thank you that we can bring every care to you and that you listen. In your son's Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, ladies for and gentlemen. For the love of money. For the love of so, money. So, you, know, right? uh, you know, we talked about the inspiration, and yeah, we should have faith in God and that he will take care of our needs, yeah. as uh, many of our inspirations talked about. And so, for the love of money, that's something biblical because it's the root of all evil. Yes, it is. And I think that if you're going to love money, you should love real money. And, you know, we talk about fiat currencies and global banks and, you know, how gold standards, you know, gold standards, yeah. you know, currency that's backed by something. Is it backed by GDP and the taxpayer's ability to pay future taxes, whatever it might be? You know, we can have those arguments, but you know, I know there's a lot of conservatives out there that really like the idea of this whole cryptocurrency thing, but there was some news that came out this last week that had me happy that I didn't have a bunch of money invested <laughs> no kidding. Uh, in the cryptocurrency. Now, there's some other cryptocurrency markets that aren't doing too bad, So, yeah. but there's one that, you know, this kid, I mean, he looked at the news reports came out, I'm like, this kid is the one that just, just basically told, stole a ton of people's money and had them thinking that they had all this money that didn't really exist. Yeah, exactly, man. Anyway, here is your first story here, folks, regarding Bitcoin or Bitcoin-esque it, it, type it's money, a, yeah, if cri- you will. Crypto, cryptocurrency, yeah. Democrats' second biggest donor is the biggest billionaire loser on record, shedding 94% of his fortune overnight. And here's a bit of that story. Election night may or may not have been rough for quite a few Democrat politicians, but perhaps none so much as their benefactor, Sam Bankman Freed. Once touted as the next Warren Buffett, Friedman managed to lose 94% of his estimated $15.6 billion fortune on Election Day. That was billion with a B, folks. That's crazy. $15.6 billion. 
extra to losing the supermajority of his Democrat Party slush fund, the 30-year-old also announced on November 8th that his crypto exchange FTX was being sold to a rival firm to remedy a liquidity crunch. In August, Fortune magazine referred to Bankman Freed as a trading wonderkin whose ambition knows no limits. Bankman Freed founded the Bahamas-based crypto exchange FTX in 2019. Bahamas, huh? Yeah. Mm. Investors nice valued yeah. Virgin Islands and Bahamas. That's Virgin where, Islands, Bahamas. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. all the banks are that are, you know, holding all of these crypto currencies, well, etc. They're, they're also holding all the money for the sex traffickers drug and cartels, the drug cartels. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, cryptocurrency must be a good thing then. Yeah. I, I, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I still wonder why we haven't bombed them yet. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think that there's too many people that are inside of our government that have benefited from those Cayman Island accounts, if you will. Yeah, you bet. You know, investors valued the company. At- Biden, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Biden family. Investors valued FTX, the company, at $18 billion in 2021. A year later, its value coupled with its U.S. operations had combined value of $40 billion. $40 billion. Yeah. At the time of FTX's 2022 valuation, Bankman Freed reportedly boasted that his company could devour CME Group or Goldman Sachs Group, Inc., with a growing company Isn't that scary and, Isn't that scary it is. so so you've got now i'm not complaining if you want folks i don't fully understand cryptocurrency but i don't understand how social media can have a lot of value except for for maybe future earnings in in advertising dollars just like this whole twitter buyout thing when twitter hardly ever made any money yeah so you know i mean when you invest in gold and silver or companies that produce aluminum or copper or you know you're producing in something that has tangible assets this cryptocurrency i'm not i don't know where the tangible asset is yeah i don't either man i don't understand it you know obviously this is like you know money from thin air Right, just like right. the Democrats, just like the Biden administration's well, and, been pumping out. And I can disagree with how portions of Wall Street work and still understand to some extent how it works. I mean, he says that he could devour Goldman Sachs. Now, I understand Goldman Sachs has uh, had some problems in the past, yeah. many, many problems. But they are still a mega billion dollar company. Well, and they have holdings that have actual tangible value where there's buildings and yeah. there's assets and there's properties and there's, you know, corporations that have equipment that have, you know, I mean, there's all these things. And this guy that's got, you know, maybe some leased facilities with giant computers doing algorithms can devour Goldman Sachs. That's right. I, I don't know that we want an economy that's resting on whether he can keep his algorithm machines cool or not. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah, because if the power shuts off and the algorithms quit getting computed, what happens to his company? Big time, big time. With a growing company and unchecked confidence, Bankman Freed determined that he could help reshape the American political landscape or at least bolster the Democrat status quo. According to Politico, Bankman Freed was the Democrats' newest mega donor ahead of the 2022 midterm elections. He donated $10 million to then-candidate Joe Biden in 2020. This past year, he reportedly hired a network of political operatives and spent at least $40 million in an effort to help Democrats win their House races. Wow, that sounds almost like a Zuckerberg thing. Yeah, that is exactly a Zuckerberg thing. Yeah, you know, for yeah sure. Zuckerbucks. Yeah, Zuckerbucks. And getting involved in our political process. Now we got cryptocurrency guy getting involved in our political 
Exactly, yeah. man. And, well, and who owns that cryptocurrency? Where did his money come from? Who is his allegiances to? It's my understanding. Oh, a lot of there's the cryptocurrency a name I see stuff. coming up in the next sentence, and that name happens to be George Soros. Oh, hmm. boy. Ah, let's there see what's go. happening here. The now former FTX CEO was the second biggest individual Democrat donor this election cycle after leftist billionaire George Soros, according to a Fox Business report. Bankman Freed told Jacob Goldstein of What's Your Problem that he might donate north of $100 million and up to $1 billion to Democrats in the 2024 presidential election. Oh, but he had to sell, right? Yeah, so. but apparently he ended up losing 94% of his 15-some-odd billion. And here is how. The once multi-billionaire told Bloomberg in April that he planned to become a crypto Robin Hood and give away all his money only to live off of 1% of his earnings. While giving was allegedly in Bankman-Fried's nature, losing was his future. Bloomberg reported that Brankman Feed's Tuesday loss of 94% of his $15.6 billion net worth was the biggest one-day collapse ever among billionaires. The publication is tracked to date when accounting proportional losses. Bankman Freed's downfall was precipitated by a liquidity crunch at FTX, accelerated in turn by a rival's successful efforts to undermine investors' confidence in FTX's finances. There were reportedly around $6 billion of withdrawals within 72 hours ahead of Election Day. Now, you guys remember what I just got done telling you in these last two paragraphs here with regard to FTX and their finances, et cetera, and so forth, because I can follow up with another story that is entitled as follows. Collapsed cryptocurrency exchange FTX had ties to the Ukrainian government, the WEF, and top Biden advisors. Okay, so you're talking about the World Economic Forum. The top Biden advisors, at least that might be American entities, right? So <laughs> then they got time. ties to Ukraine. You know, this this cryptocurrency thing, to me, is, I mean, obviously it's a way to get, you know, away from the U.S. dollar. Yeah. You know, we know that a lot of people were looking for ways to avoid taxes yeah. using cryptocurrency. Obviously, if that money's held in uh, the Virgin Islands, or where was the other location? The Virgin Islands in the Bahamas. Virgin Island in the Bahamas. Okay, so, you know, the IRS isn't coming after you there. So, you know, the, the cartels and the cryptocurrency cartels want to use banks outside of the U.S., so they're not going to be paying, you know, the Democrats are always the one wanting to tax the banks and the rich, right? Yep, that's for sure. So... I don't know how the Democrats are for this, but obviously he's a huge Democrat donor. But we know that the Biden family has, you know, maybe some investments and things going on with Ukraine and maybe they hold their money. Also, the Hunter Biden corporations holds its money in places that the IRS can't touch. And that's why we haven't seen any major investigations because they know they can't get the information. Yeah. And guess what? I mean, Right now, the Biden administration is talking about moving us closer to the Bitcoin style of finance. Right. Either or a digital currency. Yes. Right. Some yeah, type of a digital currency. And that's not a good idea. No, not a good idea at all. All right. Your next headline, folks. Collapse crypt cryptocurrency exchange FTX had ties to the Ukrainian government, WEF and top Biden advisor. Now, FTX had some eye-opening connections to powerful entities and individuals around the world before it all came crashing down. FTX made waves with early endorsements by NFL legend Tom Brady, supermodel Giselle Bündchen, and NBA superstar Stephen Curry. FTX spent big money on Super Bowl commercials featuring Seinfeld creator Larry Davis. 
In 2021, FTX linked a reported $135 million 19-year deal with the NBA's Miami Heat to rename the American Airlines Arena as FTX Arena, CNN reported. Major League Baseball struck a five-year deal in 2021 to name FTX as its official cryptocurrency exchange, a partnership that includes putting FTX patches on umpires' uniforms. Interesting, oh, yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I saw the coverage on uh, Major League Baseball where, yeah, they were pumping FTX everywhere. And you think about the amount of money that that costs. And so you've got cryptocurrency that apparently is worth something from somewhere and has a value that can be extracted later somehow that has all this money, but it's got all of its money because people are buying this thing that you're marketing to them. They're saying, invest here. It has great value. Yep. I don't know how it has value, but it has value because computers are putting these algorithms together and they're very complex mathematical problems. And, and I know that, you know, when you're talking about aerospace, when you're talking about engineering, you want those complex mathematical problems to be done properly, right? Yeah, Otherwise, exactly. spaceships explode and stuff, right? <laughs> but I don't know what this cryptocurrency thing, I just, it to me, it's like, okay, so they've got this massive amount of money. They can, you know, inflate balls and get Tom Brady. True. Sure. No, yeah. wait, they deflated him, I think. Right, and you know, they, yeah, they did deflate <laughs> but, him for sure. But I don't think that anything to do and with it, that FTX. it tends that was, to create, on an overnight basis, it tends to create multi-millionaire, multi-billionaires. Right, but apparently, on an overnight basis, it can multi-millionaire or what? Multi-billionaire or what? And, Air, but, but I guess overnight, like in this case with FTX, is it the you know the last story about it? The billionaire can be erased also overnight. But we got to take a break. We're going to come right back with the rest of this and some more coverage. A lot of your beef comes from Brazil, Africa, and <clears throat> China. Bet you didn't know that. The Spokane County cattlemen know that, and they are the ones advocating for country of origin labeling on the meat that we buy and feed to our families. Find them on Facebook right now. That burger you just got at your favorite drive-thru has over a thousand different DNAs in it. Well, you may want to consider buying from local producers, and in other words, folks, buy locally. The Spokane County Cattlemen are on Facebook and are there to advocate for you, educate and inform you on what's happening in the global and local meat industry. With today's Corona-controlled society, the shopping restrictions and possible rationing, making sure that your family doesn't experience food insecurities should be our top priority. You can do your part. Be secure. Buy from local growers and producers. The Spokane County Cattlemen know this and are here to help you. Find them on Facebook right now. And welcome back from the break, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on For the Love of Money, this Friday episode here on Right Spokane Perspective. For the love of fake money. <laughs> fake money, no doubt, man. Yeah, digital money. Anyway, then the FTX collapse happened. Within the span of a few days, FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried, known in the industry as SBF, lost nearly all of his $16 billion fortune in what Bloomberg called one of history's greatest ever destructions of wealth. On Friday, the Bahama-based FTX was forced to file for bankruptcy after $473 million of its funds were stolen in a hack of the cryptocurrency exchange. Oh, I guess that's a good way to... This is a perfect article 
article, folks. Everybody should be holding on to this when the, you know, your government says, we need to switch to a cryptocurrency. Yeah. You mean, what are you talking about? What, so that individuals can hack trillions of U.S. dollars? Uh, yeah. Give me a break. Well, I mean, they did actually hack trillions of U.S. dollars. I think if you go back and remember when Washington State got hacked and they took a bunch of people's information in Washington State and the very next thing that happened was the, uh, what, where was the princes from? Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. The Nigerian princes. I mean, they had government employees from the unemployment office that they were taking unemployment dollars from. They were never unemployed. They were just, it was an unemployment scam just in Washington state. Was right. it $500 million? No, I think it was a little bit more than that. So, but six or seven, I but, think. But then I started reading. They didn't just do that to Washington, the Nigerian prince scam. Right. That was a ton of different states that faced that. Of course, they were all run by Democrats. So I'm wondering how close the Nigerians are to these cryptocurrencies and Nigerians <laughs> are to funding Democrats. Because I don't know that there was a whole bunch of people arrested in international crimes and laws being enforced. I think... I'm almost thinking there's something really corrupt about this. Yeah. You know? Big time, so, dude. So, so there's a hack into a cryptocurrency. What about all the people that, and I have not seen this in the news, what about all of the investors that held the FTX cryptocurrency? Did they all lose their money? No, they didn't. Some of those customers rushed to withdraw their funds, and some of them got their funds, but for a lot of them, it was way too late. The it was hackers, way too late. The hackers already got in there, took the $473 million, and forced FTX to file just, for bankruptcy. And, and they just crashed the whole system. They just I crashed mean, the whole thing. So so FTX, so the USA, let's just switch around some letters, use a different alphabet, <laughs> have the United States of America self-identify as FTX for a minute. Yeah, you and, bet. And so some hacking, there goes your digital currency, right? I That's mean, exactly it, yeah. Is it exactly, that, man. How, how difficult is it? And, and of course, is anyone going to get held accountable for this? You would think as one of the largest Democrat donors in this last election cycle, the Democrats would be screaming exactly. about international crime. Yep. I haven't heard a word. <laughs> I haven't heard anything. So myself. apparently you just look the other way because the Nigerian print scam and unemployment money can just go over here and then you don't hardly hear anything about and, you it. Know, hey, what's not to say that that money isn't, you know, that ended up getting scammed, ain't getting funneled to, high, to the, the Democratic party of the Democrat Party or, or the Republican people. Party in some circles, too, because I'm exactly. not hearing them. I'm not hearing the Republican Party and their leaders screaming about securing our country as far as the, the this digital currency yeah. thing goes and and the Nigerian scamsters and cryptocurrency flowing possibly to, you know, and that was one of the things I thought with cryptocurrency is that the drug cartels can use it. Foreign governments can use it to traffic in and out of the United States, sure. things like like, I don't know, people carrying fentanyl? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the story continues. Reuters reported between $1 billion and $2 billion in customer funds vanished from the FTX cryptocurrency exchange. The outlet also claimed that FTX secretly funneled $10 billion of customer funds into Bankman-Fried's trading company, Alameda Research. 
The Daily Mail claimed that SBF, or Bankman Freed, alleged girlfriend Carolyn Ellison ran the sister trading company. Uh-oh. Mm. Hey. So it looks like maybe Sam may have forked over $10 billion to his girlfriend through the trading company. I think she's going to ask for a prenuptial agreement. <laughs> the New York Times noted, despite raising $2 billion, he remained the majority owner of the company. No investors joined FTX's board of directors, which was made up of Bankman Freed and FTX. FTX employee and a lawyer. Now, before his cryptocurrency exchange collapsed, Bankman Freed was a major financier to the Democrat Party. Market Watch reported that SBF contributed more than $5 million to Joe Biden and groups supporting him during his 2020 presidential campaign. He said he was motivated by Biden's generic stability and decision making process. Really, Mr. Bankman Freed? He said generic stability? generic stability and decision-making process is the reason why he so, was motivated by Biden. So like the decision-making process of which side of the stage to exit or <laughs> was he talking about his balance on what, what was the wording balance on a bicycle? <laughs> generic stability, man. Generic stability. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Is that like going up or down the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> don't know you could work that one all day long dude. I, I, I just i don't know what metrics he was using i'm trying to figure that out yeah no kidding bankman freed gave the democrats nearly 37 million dollars in the 2021 2022 election cycle according to open secrets sbf with the second biggest individual donor to the democrats only to be surpassed by 128 million dollars received from george soros well, you know, you wow. want to be a big player, you got to, you know, get in the same in the same ballpark as George Soros, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know how that guy still I, I don't know how he didn't see capital punishment with what he did during World War II. And you know what? I can't I, believe the guy's still alive. How many kids organs from China are keeping that dude alive? <laughs> that's that's a good Is, question. Isn't he man. like 100 and some? I mean, how is he making decisions anymore? <laughs> He's got Biden beat by a couple decades, I think. <laughs> well, you know, maybe the Nazis had a little bit of success on their super soldier program. And that's the reason why Soros is still up and around and full of vim and vigor. Yeah, Who well, knows? I think that's where the international organ donor uh, system <laughs> uh, is. Yeah. I think that's why we don't go after international uh crimes and trafficking and stuff right you know right. it's just this. i'm still waiting to get to the part of this article here where they're saying that you know ukraine and the wef and top biden advisors but here we go folks we'll finish up the article here hopefully pretty quick the 30 year old billionaire was able to gain access to a top biden advisor weeks before he offered vast political donations to the democrats the Washington Free Beacon reported that Bankman Freed met with top Biden advisor Steve Ricchetti on April 22nd and May 12th, according to the White House visitor logs. Bankman Freed, SBS's brother, who handles the billionaire's political operations, visited the White House on March 7th, according to the news outlet. SBF largely funded the Democrat Protect Our Future PAC that only launched in May of 2022. SBS brother said that the pack was formed to stop the next pandemic in may gabe bank freed said that the protect our future pack if this is a weird crypto play i certainly have not been informed about it i want to stop the next pandemic that is really my one and only goal here i think over time people will realize that 
Now, that's interesting. Protect Our Future PAC, and it's supposed to be all about stopping the next pandemic. And that's, I mean, so this is the liberal logic. So what logic. are we saying, man? That Hold on, li- this, yeah, this is the liberal, ahead, logic. liberal logic. Okay, so if you tax your citizens, it cleans up the environment. If you fund Democrats, it stops pandemics. Now, obviously that's not true because the Democrats fund Fauci, Fauci funds gain-of-function research. So we know that that part's not true. So if you tax your citizens, you clean up the environment. Well, we kind of know that's not true either because the most prosperous nation happens to be the one that pollutes the least amount for the productivity that we create globally, right? Right, right. So, you know... That's all just leftist speak that he pulled from his political people that told him what to say when he was buying the Biden family. I didn't hear anything in there about Hunter being involved in those negotiations. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't see anything in there about Ukraine. No either. But the, but reality the WF is, the WEF and you know the Biden advisor, yeah, definitely. So there. so the thing is though, is that we talked about this on Tuesday. This is the pay-for-play scheme. So if you're a guy like Mr. Freed or Freud, maybe yeah. some, some Freudian, I don't know, obviously the death to your own nation kind of guy, but he was saving us until he collapsed himself. So you talk about this pay-for-play thing and all this money in politics, you know, how easily could he have talked the Biden administration had FTX not completely failed and him gone bankrupt saying, hey, look, I got this buddy of mine in Bill Gates and George Soros. We got lots of big tech guys on. We're going to create the digital currency for the United States. Joe. Right. Yeah. Come on, Joe, you just got to do this. You know how much we love Democrats. It's going to help you out. I promise. We're going to set you up with the digital currency because look how good this is working for us with the crypto world, man. Right. We just got to make it happen. And that's the fear that I think most people should have. And not really the fear as in the fear we shouldn't have that's a sin, but the concern that we're allowing, you know, a Judeo-Christian foundation of our country to be undermined by people that love power and money and don't care what it destroys later. Yeah. Big time, man. Big time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a couple of minutes left in today's show. I just want to go ahead and share a couple of quick quips with you, if you will. First headline I want to throw at you comes from the Lifehacker magazine. Avoid using blue mailboxes during the holidays, the United States Postal Service warns. Now, whether you're sending holiday cards or gifts or just mailing your monthly check, you may want to avoid using those large blue collection boxes, at least for the next few months, according to the USPS. Not only have reports of mail fraud and theft been on the rise year-round, the crimes tend to peak during the holiday seasons, and those blue mailboxes are becoming more frequent targets. Yeah, now, hold Especially on. around election season. Hold on. Hold on. Because this is an interesting thing. So this, the, uh, the, the date of this article is, is November 12th. So November 12th. Let's see. That's after the election. Yes. And I'm thinking that... It's also for a lot of the country, it's in the months where it's really, really cold. Yeah. And theft and crime actually goes down in a lot of those places because crooks know how to use government subsidies. Sure. And it's constructions, you know, seasonal. And so is catalytic converter theft to some extent because <laughs> it's really cold and uncomfortable to lay under people's cars with sawzalls and cut off their catalytic converters in the winter. So more right. gets stolen in the summer, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, but but that might change this year because I know that there's, you know, lots of programs for people to get extra warm clothing in big cities. So maybe that'll change. Sure. Maybe they'll even give them, you know, cordless sawzalls. I don't know. But the subsidy game is big. But when we think about this whole thing with drop boxes not being secure, 
Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to talk. We can't talk about that. No, 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 no. The election's over. We're talking about Christmas packages and, you know, that lovely letter to grandma. You got to be careful with those blue boxes that are just hanging out there in the middle of nowhere that could be, you know, damaged or tampered with in the middle of the night. And grandma won't get her lovely letter from the grandchildren. So don't use the drop box. Yeah. Big I, time. We should have been talking about this There's a couple months going ago. going on here, man. We should have talked about this months ago because I think the other drop boxes... Weren't they blue too? <laughs> good point. Good observation. Now, according well, to the ones, the ones that are in racist, you know, Democrat states like Washington were white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does that make any sense? <laughs> but the red states use blue ones. I, I just noticed that in some areas. It wasn't, you know, everywhere, but it happened. It happens. Now, according to the USPS officials, groups of criminals across the country are using the Internet and social media to coordinate Strategic targeting of post office collection boxes, AL.com is reporting. In other words, people you probably won't or people that you probably don't want having access to your mail. If you don't opt to use the blue mail collection boxes, be sure to do so before the last collection of the day. So your mail isn't sitting there overnight. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Well, we're out of time for today's show, and I think I'm all out of jokes because just don't use the drop boxes. Just take it right to grandma's house. I mean, the elections office. You know, whichever. It's the same thing. It's such a... <laughs> All of that being said, you fathers and grandfathers out there, gather up the family, glorify and praise God. Give the family a great big hug and a kiss. Take them somewhere nice and warm this weekend. Mike and Tim, we'll catch you on Monday. Bye-bye.